As part of the centenary of women's suffrage talks, I'm going to be discussing Maud Gon McBride, the feminist agitator and muse, who lived from 1866 to 1953. Many people first or only encounter Maud Gon as a semi-fictionalised character in the poetry of W.B. Yeats. Seeing her as a woman of intense and often cruel beauty, Yeats, who was repeatedly rejected by Gon, depicted her as a modern-day Helen in his poem No Second Troy. Why should I blame her that she filled my days with misery, the poem asks, concluding with defeat and exasperation. Was there another Troy for her to burn? In his poem When You Are Old, meanwhile, Yeats imagines an old woman regretting her choices, her beauty having long faded away, having repeatedly rejected the one man who, quote, loved the pilgrim soul in you and loved the sorrows of your changing face. Yet Yeats's phrase pilgrim soul in fact hints towards a Maudgon who, outside the lines and pages of his poetry, was an actual wanderer and traveller with an intense zeal for Irish nationalism, which was later republicanism, and also for spiritualism. She led a remarkable life and became entangled with many of the major events of Irish and European history in the late 19th and early 20th centuries. Yeats, meanwhile, often watched and recorded from the sidelines. Born in Surrey in 1866, the daughter of an Irish army officer and his English wife, Gon was an unlikely convert to Irish nationalism. But having taken up the cause in the 1880s, she became a speaker for the Irish Land League, which was founded in 1879 to further the cause of Irish tenant farmers. She also founded the nationalist organisation The Daughters of Ireland, and helped organise the Irish brigades that fought against the British in the South African War, also known as the Second Boer War, of 1899-1902. During this same period, Gone had become a noted actress on the Irish stage. Famed for her statuesque beauty, she quickly gained significant fame. In 1889, Yeats met and fell in love with her, and the heroine of his first play, Kathleen Nahulahan, from 1892, in which Kathleen represents the Irish national spirit, was inspired by Gone. She played the title role when the play was first produced in Dublin in 1902. Not all reviews were kind, however. The title character is an old woman, crooked and bent from the struggle of Irish nationalism. Unsurprisingly, Gone, standing at over six foot tall, did not quite fit the bill for some reviewers. Gone famously refused Yeats's many marriage proposals. However, her romantic life was suitably complex. Living for several years in France, Gone became romantically involved with Lucienne Millevoix, a French journalist and politician, giving birth to a son, Georges, and a daughter, Isolde, to whom Yeats would later make an unsuccessful marriage proposal of his own. Georges' death at the age of two helped to precipitate Gone's interest in spiritualism, which was gaining traction during this period as prominent writers, thinkers and even scientists tried different methods to communicate with the dead. Gon's relationship with Mildevoix broke down in 1899. In 1903, Gon married a fellow Irish revolutionary, Major John McBride. After suffering abuse at the hands of McBride, she legally separated from him in 1906 and gained custody of their son, Sean McBride. 
Sean McBride would much later act as Chief of Staff for the IRA and then as Minister for External Affairs for the New Irish Republic between 1948 and 1951. In 1974, Sean McBride was awarded the Nobel Peace Prize for his work as a founding member of Amnesty International and as a tireless campaigner for human rights. John McBride took part in the 1916 Easter Rising in Dublin, protesting British rule in Ireland. The British Army's hasty suppression of the Rising and the subsequent execution of its ringleaders, including McBride himself, led to a growth in support for the Irish nationalist and later Republican cause, particularly in the USA. Following the execution, Yeats described McBride in his poem Easter 1916 as a drunken, vainglorious lout who had done most bitter wrong to some who were near my heart. Gone did not agree with the political and personal ambivalence of Yeats's poem, however. Writing in a letter to Yeats that the poem was not a great whole, which would have avenged our material failure by its spiritual beauty. Among her many reasons for continuing to reject Yeats's advances was her feeling that Yeats's nationalism was of the cultural rather than the political kind. Meanwhile, having converted to Catholicism in 1902, she was uncertain that Yeats's religious fence-sitting made her a good match for him. Lastly, and perhaps most famously, she saw how an idealised version of her gave Yeats full for his poetry, believing that a maker should never marry their muse. Following Matbride's death, Gone began using his name again in order to advance her standing in revolutionary circles, becoming known as Maud Gone McBride. During the late 1910s and into the 1920s, she was also heavily involved in the women's movement. Settling in Dublin in 1922, she worked with the Irish Right Cross for the relief of victims of violence, headed a delegation named the Women's Peace Committee during the chaos following the founding of the Irish Free State, and also founded the Women's Prisoners' Defence League. Her political and feminist activities even led to her arrest on two separate occasions in 1918 and 1923. Gone wrote of her remarkable life in an autobiography published in 1938 entitled A Servant of the Queen, the title referring to a vision she had had of Kathleen Houlihan, the Queen of the Irish Nation, and also hinting slyly at her rebellion against British monarchical rule. Her fiery yet often contradictory nature can be summed up in a line from her autobiography that I have always hated war and am by nature and philosophy a pacifist, but it is the English who are forcing war on us and the first principle of war is to kill the enemy. Far more and far more complex than Yeats's idealised muse, Gone, the feminist activist and republican, died aged 86 in Dublin in 1953.